G here. I'll be with you until 10 o'clock. And the WGN News broadcast was talking a little bit about all the ways that you're keeping yourself occupied while under this stay-at-home mandate. I've seen a lot of jigsaw puzzles. I've seen a lot of board games. Also, cards, playing cards, poker, gin, rummy, all sorts, bridge, um, baking bread. A lot of baking happening, but something else that's going on, there's been a resurgence of folks ordering model kits. And here to talk more about these fantastic model kits and the ways that you can uh, relive building those models of your youth. And also it's a little bit of nostalgia. And I believe they've really advanced as well, is the president of Revel USA, Lou Aguilera. Hi, Lou. Hi, good evening. How are you? Fantastic, Lou. Did I say your last name properly? I hope so. You did. Fantastic. So Revel USA is a company that's uh, close to Chicago. Tell us a little history about it. So Ravel actually started oh, in California. I messed up with that it, name. I'm so sorry. Ravel. <laughs> you, got, you got my last name right. No problem. <laughs> so sorry. Well, yeah, Ravel started in uh, 1943, actually, out in California. And the local connection to Chicago is a company called Monogram Models, which, which started in 1945. So one company is 77 years old, the other 75 years old. And they came together in the 80s and uh, formed Ravel Monogram in the 80s, and then the uh, California company moved out here to the Chicago area. And uh, Ravel has been the primary primary brand name that we've been using uh, ever since. And, uh, and uh, yeah, the company's been located here in, in Chicago. We're currently in the northwest suburbs now. Wow. So uh, model kit makers since 1945. That is some serious lasting power. There's no doubt about it. A lot, a lot of experience. <laughs> what do you think makes uh, model kits still something that, is valuable and people enjoy doing. Well, as you as you mentioned, there's definitely the nostalgic uh, play there where people, anybody over a certain demographic, uh, you talk to them and they say, "Boy, I remember building models <laughs> as a kid," and you know they just have that memory and that a fond memory of it. And uh, so there's certainly that customer base um, uh, that we have. Uh, but then we also have a, a younger uh, uh, consumer that is picking up models as they as they grow. Their parents are introducing them to it, or their grandparents are introducing them to it. So we have such a wide range of products uh, that are available that we can really um, uh, have something for every market, for every age group. What? Let's talk about the range. What type of model types do you have? You know, for our younger uh, builders, we start as young as five years old now, and these are some newer products that we've developed over the last few years. Uh, things like Junior Kit uh, or Snap Tight Build and Play. Um, we have Scooby Doo, we have Star Wars, uh, we have Halo. Um, so we get fire trucks, all kinds of models that for little kids that really don't require any paint or any glue. Uh, very easy to put together. <laughs> very important. No glue. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very easy. And, and moms like that, right? Yeah. No, no mess. <laughs> no mess. And, uh, right, exactly. Um, and then you throw out our line, and it, it progresses into the traditional models where you do need paint, you do need glue, uh, and a lot more time and patience. So you're seeing very young to the young at heart. It doesn't matter what age you are, there's a model for you. That's exactly right. Yep. The one memory I do have of building a model is I do remember, you know, gluing my fingers a little bit, <laughs> right, <laughs> having that right. little tackiness that. between uh, my fingers there. So what would you say are the most popular right now? And are you surprised at the resurgence, especially with everybody stuck at home? 
Well, uh, yeah, fortunately uh, for us, you know, being stuck at home is a very good thing. Yes. <laughs> that, uh, you know, people are looking for things to do uh, rather than their normal uh, daily lives. And, and I think certainly people are coming back to some of their, their youth. Uh, and as you mentioned, you know, when I look at the products that, we're, that are selling over the last 30, 40 days, it's a little bit of everything. I can see things like the Millennium Falcon from Star Wars, mm-hmm. which clearly is going to, to, to children. Uh, but as well as, you know, the, the Star Wars fans that are out there. And then we also see some of the more nostalgic uh, models being sold, like, uh, you know, from World War II airplanes uh, or muscle cars is a big line of product uh, for us. So if you drove a car in the 60s or 70s, um, you want to get back to your youth and roll back the years a little bit, uh, we've got a product to help you do that. <laughs> wow. Uh, did you grow up building models as well? You know, I, I built models as a, as, a, as a kid. I think my story is very similar to others. Uh, yeah, I built uh, <laughs> models as a kid, walked away from it for a while, and then I came back to it when I uh, when I joined the company. So um, it's something that it, once you've done it, you're familiar with it. Everybody's got good memories of it, uh, even if your fingers got a little stuck together. <laughs> but we all joke about that. And uh, now we've designed products where you don't have to worry about that anymore. I've been amazed by how many adults that I've discovered that really get a lot of enjoyment out of building models. It's their downtime, it's their me time, and then they have a special area of their home where they display. And these are very advanced models. They look like miniature replicas. It's pretty incredible. They are. I mean, and that's what we pride ourselves on is that exact detail and replication of the actual real thing that that you saw out in the street or in the sky or something that you wish you could fly or wish you could own and, and but never really could attain it, uh, model building brings you that much closer uh, to those things. Speaking so. with Ravel USA, President Lou Aguilera. Lou, how much time goes into designing a new model kit? I guess it depends on how complicated the model is, but can you give us an estimate of what it takes? Do you have model architects that build the designs? Absolutely. We have a whole engineering, a research and design engineering staff. Uh, the process uh, from start to finish can take a good 18 months. Um, and a lot of it has to do with going out and finding the, the images or the actual item that we're trying to replicate, whether it's a car and we have to go take pictures of it or an airplane and take photos of it, or if there's CAD data, uh, computer-aided design data that's provided to us uh, that we can use. But we have engineering teams uh, that help us uh, that help us do that do that design work. So it's about eighteen months in total. Wow, eighteen months. So I'm saying I'm thinking you have to stay ahead of the curve of what's going to be popular. You have to know what's going to be popular eighteen months from now, right? It certainly is a challenge. You know, a lot of things that we do are historical. Uh, so uh, that's on one hand that's easy, but but yet it is difficult because we have to go find a 1970 Challenger if we want to go you know do a model on something like that. But then if it's going to be something that's a new thing, like a, like an entertainment movie uh, or a new Star Wars movie, um, we have to work very closely with the movie studios to get access to that information before the movie comes out um, so that we can start our design process. Ooh, so, gonna, yes, that can, that can certainly be tricky. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that, Lou. So you do have to get licenses and agreements from the studio, especially with those Star Wars. Do you get to see the movie earlier? 
Uh, we see clips of the movie earlier. Well, I wouldn't say we see the whole thing, but uh, we get the plot and we get enough information to be dangerous. So, <laughs> yes, our, our, our lives have to be signed away before we uh, disclose anything. <laughs> a full disclosure or non-disclosure. Non-disclosure, non-disclosure agreement. Exactly. Yes. Um, yeah. Do you have uh, people that you hired just to test out the models once they're done after the 18 minutes? months of engineering and and putting it together then you have to make sure that it actually the regular person could put it together we do we have a quality team that goes through uh the building of the of the products and tests the fits uh to make sure they they fit together properly uh that the instructions uh are step-by-step instructions follow correctly with the build sequence um, so yes, we have a, a team of people that helps us with that. And then a lot of the models, the models that you see on our boxes, on our box art, uh, you know, we have people that build the actual model, and then we take photographs of the finished model to use for our packaging. Um, so we've got a whole team that helps us with that. Got it. So those are full-time staff members. You don't hire just random people to come and do that. <laughs> people with some good experience help us out do that, right? Gotcha. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I thought, of, you know, I was trying to figure out how I get myself on the list, but gotcha there. Um, with uh, a lot of uh, stores closed down, like Hobby Lobby and Michael's, how are people getting your models? You know, it's, it's interesting. The About the end of March, when we started announcing uh, stay at home, and, and there were about 21 states that announced the stay in home uh, directives within a six day period at the end of March. And prior to that, a lot of schools were starting to send children home a couple weeks, you know, before the whole official stay at home uh, directives. We saw significant spikes at brick and mortar store level sales, um, 92% week over week increase. So. As people knew they were going to be staying home, they were going to stores and they were making purchases. Then that quickly went away as the stores closed, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, we saw our online sales, so through Amazon, for example, um, have a spike as well. And that has been sustained. And throughout March, uh, throughout the month of March and here into early April, uh, sales have been very strong um, relative to last year and then relative to January and February. So... And that's why I say, and I, and I look at what is selling, and it's a little bit of everything. So I can't say, oh, it's kids or it's adults. It's all kinds of subject matter. Uh, the sales are up. So it just it in- indicates that people are at home uh, building models in addition to playing cards. And that is helpful because you are Chicago-based, and that means that you're not having to lay anybody off. That's that's correct. I mean, we're a pretty uh, uh, small staff to begin with, a pretty a tight company, which is which is good. Uh, so we run the very lean that we can, you know, withstand uh, this time. And, and fortunately, uh, you know, our warehouse is operating um, uh, as well. So we've been able to, to maintain operations. Is there a place uh, model enthusiasts can go to see a lot of the Ravel USA designs? Do you have a showcase at your manufacturing plant or in your offices? Yeah, not at the at the moment. Uh, probably the best place is you know obviously revel dot com where we have all of our current offerings. Uh, but there are all kinds of chat boards and blog sites where the enthusiasts go and post pictures of the work that they've done. Um, we have a actually we have a book on the whole history of Revell, um, which you know, people purchase. You know, particularly enthusiasts pur- purchase to talk about the seventy seven year history of of Revell. Oh my goodness, I'm even more embarrassed that I mispronounced Ravel now. 
<laughs> I knew you guys were a big deal. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, so Revell.com, R-E-V-E-L-L.com. And I know you have something in the works. It's not quite ready yet, but you're going to figure out a way to give back to uh, a lot of folks that are maybe stuck at home, kids that are stuck at home. We are. We're, we are talking to one of the uh, local uh, school districts uh, about uh, possibly making a nice donation uh, to uh, kindergarten through fifth grade. Uh, we're working on the details to see how we execute that. Obviously, safety is a concern. Mm-hmm. So if we have a lot of people coming to uh, to pick up models, right. that's, that's a little bit of a concern. And we're trying to figure out uh, the best the best way to do that. Uh, but yes, we would definitely like to to see the, you know more kids get exposed to uh, model building and uh, get in get an early start. Well, thanks so much to Revel USA's President Lou Aguilera. Lou, stay in touch and let us know when that happens.